three. Here we go. All right, finally. <laughs> oh, man. State of the jet lag. 8 p.m. bedtime. 1 a.m. wake up. Eating times are all off. That song sucked. I'm sorry for wasting your time. Snapchat, any good? Taking a look at where it's accessed around the world. Humidity is 89%. How about the uh, AQI? Does it even matter? Probably not. Order some of those Skins compression garments. We'll see how those go. And work is busy. Is this all there is to do for the next couple of months? Well, folks, it is Thursday, August 3rd, 2023. I'm Stephen Sersky. Hope you are doing well. A uh, uh, Another expat. Uh, just a, another expat here in Beijing, China. Been here for coming up to, well, September... 2023 would be basically nine years at this point that I've um, been residing in China for the, the better part of of the year. Uh, and I just got back. I'm, I'm completely jet-lagged, and yesterday was bedtime of, well, let's put it this way. Right, right now it's 5.30 in the morning on Friday, and I'm recording this episode for August 3rd, 2023, because I fell asleep. I thought I could push through, and I thought I could record it. I even made an extra cup of coffee and drank it later in the day. We're talking like 3, 3.30 p.m. I thought it was going to work. Uh, feeling pretty good at 7. And then at 8 o'clock after eating, I'm like, oh, you know, I'll lie down for 20 minutes. Midnight pops up. I'm like, oh, geez. Well, there goes that, that idea. Ended up getting up at, uh, at around 1 o'clock uh, in the morning. So I've been up for a few hours doing a few things. Um, too much can't really uh, today well Friday is a workout day so I'll be doing that later on uh, in the day I'm actually wondering um, given that work is so busy these days I'm wondering if maybe I will switch up how much I run at lunchtime so typically I run four miles and I do a bunch of double unders and squat jumps and stuff like that uh, or uh, bench jumps and whatever I'm wondering if I shrunk down the uh, or shortened the distance I ran but then ran more often so after work uh on Thursday I uh, actually did another 20 minute run not very fast just a nice little jog uh, to get the uh, the blood flowing basically what's going on is that work has uh, become a lot more busy and August is always sort of a busy month but they've made available uh, some extra work that wasn't available to us before. So now instead of ending at 4.30, uh, I'm actually ending at around 7. And so it's like a full day. And I did have a nap after, uh, after or in between that, sort of like at 5 p.m. or so I had a nap, which is great, and that carried me through until 7. But then after that, I went, did just a little run on the treadmill. And I'm wondering if that might be a better sort of setup, is to run two miles at lunch, do the double-unders and the push-ups and all that, and then... Uh, come back in, do whatever, work the afternoon shift, and then after work, run another two miles later on. Now, I used to do this. I used to do these splits. And one reason I stopped is because I did want to work on my distance running. And the only way to really do that is to find a chunk of time that, you know, you, you don't really, you're not doing very much. And lunchtime, I mean, obviously, I'm usually eating at lunch. Well, I used to eat at lunchtime. I don't eat at lunchtime anymore. I kind of eat later on in the day. Uh, but uh, I wonder 
if it's time to either change it up. What I could do is do two miles in the morning, two miles in the, uh, the at lunch, and then two miles in the uh, evening. So 3.2 kilometers for those of you who need that. So altogether, it'd be about 9.6 kilometers altogether. And I, I remember the last time I used to do something like this where I used to split the runs up like this. And one of the reasons for that uh, wasn't just how long it took me to run a mile before, but because during the summer months, you're sweating anyway, that you're just sticky and uncomfortable. So going for a run isn't altogether different from going for a walk. And if you're going to have to do laundry anyway, I mean, basically your your muscles are, are warm. Uh, there's no real threat of uh, working out on cold muscles here. Uh, I mean, you should still stretch every now and then, especially after running. Uh, just to get the, the blood moving or walk, you know, do some uh, walk around, slow down basically after your, your workouts. Uh, and I was thinking, well, if I started doing that, how would this change my workout? So if I ran two miles in the morning, typically what I do in the morning, I, I walk and I uh, study my Chinese characters. And I started doing that again on Thursday. Well, if I ran two miles and then walked, to, uh, walked the rest of it, walked to uh, like so run two miles, 3.2 kilometers, that's 20 minutes, then walk for another 10 or 20 minutes and study my Chinese characters, would that be a better, sort of more effective use of my time? That way, it's, and by doing that, I would still be doing 45 minutes of cardio in the morning, because that's typically what my, my walk is, I will uh, walk for 45 minutes, study my Chinese characters, uh, and uh, you know, so that way I don't have to think about it for the rest of the day. But then at lunchtime, if I could shorten the amount of time that I have to run, it would sort of take the, take the pressure off of having to complete four miles. I mean, if it, even if I did three miles, that would be fine. After work, I mean, it's starting pushing it pretty late. I also wonder if maybe it might be time to shift that intermittent fasting. Uh, one of the reasons I started... That and actually, I, I can tell you the truth, I'm not even sure if it's intermittent fasting anymore. It's just I just don't eat for long periods of time between usually after dinner, which usually at the latest is usually around 8.30 p.m. I won't eat again until about 10 o'clock the next day. The idea being putting my body into the fat burning sort of stage of uh, consumption of, uh, of uh, protein, nutrient burning sort of thing. The problem is that like, first of all, although it's sort of helped me a little bit, I'm not seeing the same results that, uh, like, I'm not seeing results that I thought I would see by now. And having done this for so long, uh, I'm not seeing, like, I'm not, I'm not really any thinner than I was uh, a year ago. Uh, the other thing to that I, I really do have to keep in mind is that, yes, I do still drink every now and then. I do consume a lot of fatty foods. So even by doing the intermittent fasting, I wonder if maybe I'm just creating, uh, I'm putting on a limit on how much I'm consuming, which is good, but in terms of the original goal that I had for intermittent fasting, which was to burn fat and less, uh, and not so many, many carbohydrates, I don't know if that's working very much. At least I'm not seeing it register on the body as much. To be fair, uh, I mean, to sort of look at my body and how it is, I, I do seem a lot more veiny. So I guess in some ways it is burning uh, through the fat. But I wonder if that's more of a, a symptom of 
these days where I'm doing these heavy workouts. So instead of not eating um, in, in such a restricted manner, I wonder if maybe I start if I switch that up just a little bit. Uh, this way, um, I would have I'd be fed a little bit more throughout the day. I wouldn't eat as much maybe, but I'd be fed throughout the day. I'd be sort of replenished. I guess you could say like energy levels would be replenished. My issue becomes like, well, what about the winter? Like I, again, I hate running in the 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 winter because it's just cold outside, right? Well, what if I ran inside during the winter? And in the summer, I run outside. I don't know. It seems... So I'm thinking about some changes that I could do to my workouts. And on that note, I have uh, ordered some of these Skins Compression Garments. I've talked about these before. Apparently, there's some... It does... Apparently, they work, but they're not going to necessarily increase your performance. What they do is they, they uh, expedite your recovery period. So there's two things I was actually thinking about getting. Number one is these uh, skins compressions because what happens is that if I go for uh, a lunchtime run or a lunchtime workout, sometimes I'm not able to stretch or do my mobility stuff right after I just got to get back to work. As a result, I'm sort of sitting there and I've noticed that um, my, my body just starts cramping throughout the afternoon. And part of it is hydration, part of it is blood flow, you know, I'm going from being very active to basically a standstill, almost literally. So with that, I wonder if I got these compression garments, this is what I'm going to try it out, if those would help recover, help my body sort of bridge between one workout and the next, and or just help my body feel a little bit better uh, in the afternoon, maybe not even get that sort of uh, afternoon lull, although that doesn't really happen too much or too often, I, I should say. Um so all that being said, with these compression garments, I'll be able to do these workouts at, at lunchtime and not have to worry so much about, you know, getting that mobility and stretching and stuff like that. Because I, I just don't do it. I don't have as much time. Again, if I shorten the amount of time that I ran at lunchtime, I would have more time for this, obviously. So if I only ran 2 miles, 3.2 kilometers, then did the, uh, the double unders, the jumps and all that stuff came back, put the compression tights on, and then did the afternoon shift sort of thing, I wonder if that might help uh, sort of recover and stay sort of functional, I guess you could say. I feel a little bit more comfortable in the afternoon as well. The, apparently, it's going to take a week or two to come in. I guess they're shipping them from Guangzhou, because uh, I think Hong Kong has a store uh, with, for skins, but no, there's nothing in, in Beijing. These are not by, these are not very common. You don't see them. You don't see very many just everyday athletes or everyday sort of uh, active people wearing them. They're not talked about very much. Uh, I wonder if some of those guys at the gym, the guys who are probably very obviously on PEDs and stuff like that, if they're wearing them, um, they might be wearing like uh, leaning versions. But I couldn't sort of, the leaning versions, I don't know if they, like the tops were compression or if they were just long sleeve tight shirts. Right, so... I figured I'd go with the uh, the name brand and I can because I can read about it online and figure out which one I need on the, the Jingdong app. So I got the long sleeve uh, version, I long sleeve top, and I got the long sleeve uh, the, the the long pants as well, the long tights. So with the idea being that in the afternoon after my uh, after my lunchtime workouts, I'm able to recover <clears throat> by 
wearing these basically a full body set of compression tights. Yeah, so this is something that I couldn't do if I was working at an office. And th this is why it'd be very difficult to ever get me back into an office. It's just not as a, fl a flexible schedule it, compared to this. There's just no way, no two ways about it uh, at all, to tell you the truth. So th that's what I've been thinking in terms of uh, working out. Should I do it two, two, and two, basically two miles uh, in the morning running, two miles in the afternoon, two miles in the uh, afternoon, uh, like after work? Or do I keep it three, do I sh just shrink it down maybe to three miles uh, at lunchtime, maybe two miles in the morning? I mean, I'm sweating anyway. I guess the key thing to keep uh, above all, number one, the run in the morning is basically just because I'm sweating anyway. I still have to do my Chinese characters. If I'm not doing my Chinese characters, then like it's all for naught, basically. At lunchtime, I like going for a run, getting away from the apartment, getting out, getting away from computers, and not listening to anything to give my ears a rest as well. So that's one of the reasons. Now, whether or not I did three, now whether or not I do three or four miles, typically I do four miles because the 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 check-in basically, or the the odometer, I guess, the laps figure out sort of set themselves when I finish three miles is at the far end of the yard so by the time I run back I'm basically three and a half miles uh, maybe 3.3 miles sort of thing at that point I always figure well it's only another five minutes why don't you just go do another mile well that extra five minutes does sort of weigh on being able to get back and doing some stretching or uh, recovery work after the workout especially if I, I do the, the double unders and stuff like that so Something to think about, not a major issue at all, just something I wanted to make sure. Um, thinking about whether or not I should change something up in terms of my workouts and my approach to Chinese studies because this was also getting me in terms of my scheduling. If work is going to be so busy, how do I fit in time to do my Chinese classes? Because i got to get those going again. i got to get time. I have to find the time. to. I think I might even do shorter Chinese classes, like we're talking 30 minutes rather than 45, and then that way, it's it's a lot quicker, a lot more expedited in terms of it's, uh, and I feel good about actually practicing the language that I'm supposed to be studying. Anyway, yes, uh, 8, 8 p.m. bedtime, 1 a.m. wake up, hopefully Friday night will be an 8 p.m. bedtime and a 2 a.m. wake up, something like that. My eating times are all off, so I'm not even really concerned about that anymore. That song yesterday sucked. I listened to it again. I'm like, this is terrible. Uh, there might be like 10, 15 seconds of glory in there. Other than that, maybe you shouldn't have published it. <laughs> you know what? I created it. Have a listen. If you can't, if you can't stand it, shut it off and that, that's fine. Snapchat, any good? So uh, this is uh, one of the things, uh, one of the programs that it's been around for a while. I've heard about it. I've never really used it, um, mainly because like, I think the demographic uh, for this app is a lot lower, but also I didn't realize that in Canada, like no one uses Snapchat. Maybe in Toronto and Vancouver, the big cities like that, uh, the bigger cities like that, uh, my hometown, the prairies, Snapchat is not used. It, we're talking Pinterest there and we're talking uh, Instagram. That's what you got. Even people have left Facebook and Twitter. People aren't using them. <clears throat> forget about Mastodon. They, they just don't care anymore. That's basically what's happened uh, in, in the Canadian prairies. So Snapchat, and I'm thinking, you know, in terms of doing this language vlog 
promotion and stuff like that. Is it worthwhile to get involved? Is it worthwhile to learn this sort of uh, this app, this platform? And I'm looking at it going, China actually has a decent representation. The bigger cities do have some Snapchat representation, uh, probably far more than TikTok, to tell you the truth, because TikTok, I have not been able to get to work on the phone. It doesn't. It blocks it somehow. I don't know how they do it. Uh, but even the web version, my Canadian TikTok accounts are the, the language vlog t- TikTok account that I created was associated with this web version that I created and I can't, I'm not able to switch in between the accounts. So I'm sort of locked out of my language TikTok account. So I might just create something new and uh, be done with it that way. Uh, all that being said, also Snapchat, huge in the Middle East and in India. So, I mean, if you're an English teacher, you're looking to uh, sort of promote yourself a little bit. I think Snapchat is something that you kind of have to look at. Uh, I I'd never thought I'd say that before. I never thought I'd actually look at it, but uh, maybe it's time to sort of um, take a look and delve into it just a little bit more. And I'll tell you, of all these things, now that I've sort of started doing a little bit more social media marketing, I guess you will, I've noticed that I'm, first of all, I am not uh, a forerunner at all. Not I'm not a leader uh, in that in that regard at all. I'm very much a follower and like a late, uh, what do you call them, a late, late, uh, late follower on sort of thing. Uh, if I've noticed every time I've sort of caught on to something, there's another five or six years and then it's done. That it sort of runs its course. Now there might be some, I might be a little bit too um, egocentric about that sort of analysis and that it might not just be me and it might not just be like the late uh, bloomers or late uh, latecomers sort of thing. That's the word I'm looking for, latecomers. Um, I'm not an early adopter because I like to see how things sort of play out first. I also you know, have a bunch of other projects going on and I don't have anyone sort of dedicated to marketing. So it's all just me and like, how much time do you need to, uh, like how many accounts do you need to s- sign up for before you're kind of like, which one am I even using anymore? Like which one do have all the eyes, right? TikTok used to have a lot of the eyes and I guess a lot of the, the, the younger kids do use it for, uh, or the younger people do use it uh, to for search. Like the, TikTok is their version of YouTube, basically. Snapchat, I think this is like, I'm not even sure to tell you the truth. I haven't really used it very much. I kind of thought it was just funny faces and uh, GIFs and memes and stuff like that, but apparently there's a little bit more to it. So I'm going to spend some time uh, taking a look at that and seeing what uh, can uh, happen with that. Overall, 80, oh my goodness, 89% humidity. The AQI, who cares? I mean, it's, I'm looking outside and yeah, it's foggy outside, uh, but I'm not sure if that is smog or if that is um, just pure humidity in the, like it's a mixture of this whatever stuff that is in the uh, also fresh Beijing air. It doesn't smell bad, but, and if you're wondering like, can I tell if there's any difference between Beijing air and Canadian air, and I, I honestly, no, not really. It's so slight that it's almost not even worth, it doesn't even really register. You go back to Canada, you're like, yeah, okay, I'm breathing, great, awesome, I'm not having any issues. Uh, here in Beijing, you're like, yeah, it smells like maybe there's a fire on going somewhere, it's, and there are days where like the smog is really bad, like the coal dust, you can smell that, but those days are few and far between. There are other places in China where you can actually smell a uh, cold dust. I'm talking like um, 
Taiyuan, Lanzhou, places like that, uh, sort of far away from the very large city, Zhengzhou, horrible for its smog. Those places, you, you, you can see it, you can smell it, you can taste it. I mean, it's basically all through Beijing. Not so bad. They cleaned it up uh, a little while ago. Anyway, folks, I'm going to leave it there. I guess I uh, at 5.43 in the morning, I'm going to go for my morning walk or and or run. Why not? And uh, do my Chinese characters as well. The one complication, actually, this is to throw in another complication with this running thing. Anki Droid is free, so that's on the Android. I have a phone that still runs Android. But on the iPhone, Anki, whatever it is, Anki APP, Anki for an an iPhone costs $25. I'm like, I don't want to pay $25. I only use it for one thing. But, uh, you know, the, do is it worth it? And I tried to use the web version. The problem is that the web version restarted me on uh, my, my list, my HSK6 list. So as a result, I had to redo all the same words. And it just got frustrating because it requires an internet connection and stuff like that. It's not just on your device and ready to go whenever you open up the app. So that now means if I go for a run, I'm carrying two phones with me at the same time. You know, there's worse things that could, that could happen. All right, folks, I'm going to leave it there. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Show notes and tracks up my website, stephenstrickley.com. Hope you're well out there and that you're sleeping well, getting your runs and eating your broccoli and having a good time, enjoying this humidity here in Beijing, Winnipeg, all of a sudden going, ah, that's why the weather can be better in Canada a lot of the time. It was a lot cooler. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again. Have a good one. Bye-bye.